Welcome to Mind Love, episode 18. Today's episode is all about cannabis, mindfulness, and higher vibes. Meditating and using cannabis together, it releases this grip. The problem isn't going away, but now I can evaluate it in a new way from a place of seeking answers or solutions that I wasn't seeing before. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Hi, friends. Today's episode is going to be so much fun. I live here in California, where marijuana is legalized as of January 1st for recreational purposes. But it's been around for medical uses for quite some time, so most of us, especially in the Los Angeles area, are very familiar with it. But because it's been in prohibition for so long, there are a lot of misconceptions about it. Like, a lot. So today, we're going to break down a little bit of the Cannabis 101 for you, clear up some of those misconceptions, and then teach you some practical, intentional uses for cannabis to level up your life. Today, we're bringing on Laura Albers. She's a researcher and brand strategist who's made it her mission to help educate and inform people on the many uses and benefits of this magical plant. We cover a lot, so whether you're completely new to cannabis and want to learn more, or you've been a longtime user, stick around because this episode is for you. Today, three key things you will learn are how to use cannabis as an alternative to pharmaceuticals, how to use cannabis to supercharge your sex life, and two powerful ways to bring cannabis into your mindfulness practice. But before we dive in, if you haven't signed up yet, I want to invite you to sign up for the Morning Mind Love, where you get short daily reminders of your own beauty, worth, and power to start each day with a positive mindset and keep your vibes up between episodes. To sign up, visit mindlove.com and sign up right there on the homepage. Plus, you'll get some amazing free gifts when you do. First, you'll get our exclusive Powerless Method, an awesome free booklet based on proven principles from the most successful people and some of our favorite guests. Plus, you'll get a free guided affirmation meditation set at the miracle tone of the solfeggio scale, which is a specific tone set to help attract love, health, and abundance. Set along with these affirmations to rewire those neural pathways can be super powerful. Listeners have been absolutely loving the morning Mind Love, by the way, so be sure to head to mindlove.com to sign up. Or if you're out and about, just text, just text the word, the word morning, morning to 3777. That's morning to 3777. Now, let's welcome Laura Albers to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Melissa. To start out, what's your background with cannabis and why are you so passionate about spreading its benefits? Yes. Well, thank you so much. I um, have been a longtime cannabis enthusiast. And as California has shifted in the laws, I've decided that it was a great time for me to really get involved and help to truly be part of the group of people that break stigma and change the conversation around cannabis. My professional background has been in advertising communications as a strategist and a market researcher. And I've been working with big brands for over 10 years now about how to best position themselves in the world to 
create impact in whatever the objectives of the day are. I realized that cannabis is something that I truly love as how it's helped me and impacted me in my own personal life. And as I've learned how many other people have found success with it, it really has emboldened me to become part of this movement and be part of the tide change. And I feel very passionately about it. And so I'm working in the communities, um, working specifically with women um, and men, but I've had a focus on women in particular and changing the stigma and conversation around that. And I'm also working with uh, brands to help them to really make a difference in the world with their products and to be part of that conversation that changes people's opinions, changes the perspectives of others in the world. And I'm just so excited about what's been happening since January 1st here in California, uh, now that it's also adult use or recreationally use available. So there's just a lot more activity, a lot more interest, and I couldn't be more excited to be a part of it. We both live in the Los Angeles area, and sometimes in an area like this, it can be easy to forget that not everyone is as familiar with all of the cannabis terms as we are. So let's first give a brief overview of some of the basics on marijuana. First, what's the difference between CBD and THC? CBD and THC are both cannabinoids. Uh, they are components of the cannabis plant. So far known, there's about close to 200 known cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. But CBD and THC, and THC in particular, are the most famous. THC is the psychotropic effect, so that's the part that makes you feel high, makes you have a, uh, an altered state. And CBD has a lot of the healing properties similarly to THC without the psychoactive component. So you can get more of a, a body relaxation or even maybe like a body buzz without it impacting your mental state. So it's an incredible tool to be able to use both of those different cannabinoids either together or separately, depending on what you're, you're looking for in the end. What is your, you know, what's driving you to try it or use it in general can help point you into an area of like how best to use it and when to use it. For instance, for me, it's the daytime and I, you know, want to be alert and um, be very productive. And so taking a CBD tincture in the morning helps me to calm down and get it helps me get focused. Honestly, it helps me bring clarity to my day and to the tasks in front of me. And THC, for instance, and we're getting a little bit further into the benefits here, but THC is something that helps me to relax. It also promotes a lot of creativity. So there, there are different reasons why people like it and ways in which we can use it. But the, the biggest difference between CBD and THC is that CBD is like the healing without the high and THC is both. Okay, this is an important distinction because some people just don't feel comfortable having their consciousness altered. Understandably so. But CBD is all the magic without the high. And CBD offers a much healthier alternative for treating a huge list of medical diagnoses, including pain management, ADHD, anxiety, drug addiction, Alzheimer's, depression. The list goes on. 
However, the fact is that legal prescription drugs are doing real harm to millions of people. Most of us have heard about the opioid epidemic, right? You know, the legal prescription killing nearly 90 Americans a day. But they're not the only problem. Other pills that most people think are harmless are doing real damage as well. For example, anxiety drugs can lead to heart problems, hypertension, bleeding, and arguably worst of all, dependency. Not to mention, drugs like these tend to mask the pain, which means the root of the issue usually goes untreated and the problem gets worse. And that's not even touching on what it does to your gut, like killing your gut flora so your digestion, immune system, or other critical body functions basically can't do their day jobs because they're constantly fighting off all of these medications. Thankfully, cannabis has been shown to be a highly effective solution for most common ailments and virtually none of the side effects, when taken responsibly, of course. And CBD is available uh, from the hemp-based plant uh, nationwide. So it's something that people in states that don't have medically available cannabis or recreationally available cannabis can still participate and get those benefits for their lifestyle and any sort of ailments that they have. And I think in this day and age, I'm hard-pressed to find anyone who doesn't feel stress and anxiety um, on, on a regular basis. And so it's one of those things that is growing in popularity, and also there's still a lot of questions around it. Because it's been in prohibition, there is not as much information readily available. You're going to have a harder time going into a doctor's office and finding you know, the, the right path. And so I think conversations like this and curiosity in general is one of the most important factors in this tide change. Before we get too deep, what is the endocannabinoid system? That is what is in our bodies available to receive this plant medicine. So as I said, THC and CBD are cannabinoids, and those are neurotransmitters that then connect to our neuroreceptors inside of our body, inside of the central nervous system. They're found throughout in our organs and tissues in the brain and throughout the body to then receive directly this plant. So it's similar to a, a lock and key. Right. So if the key is the cannabinoid, the THC or the CBD, the endocannabinoid system is the lock. And so when they come together, it literally unlocks the system so that it can receive these healing benefits, receive all of the properties coming from this plant. And the point of the endocannabinoid system, what its job is, is specifically to create homeostasis, which means balance. So that's why there's uh, such an incredibly large array of ailments, reasons why cannabis can benefit you. Because the main component of what this plant does and how this plant is, is literally made for our bodies. Mind you, it's also found on all of the continents except the North and South Pole. So this plant is literally on this planet for us to receive. And so the endocannabinoid system, again, it works to create that balance, to create a stable internal environment, regardless of what's happening externally, right? So if you're feeling stress, if you find an energy, and uh, if you have an injury, there's inflammation or there's pain, when you take in the cannabinoids, 
you are then, when you have the cannabis plant, when you have the CBD or the THC, it's literally going to that, to that point of unbalance and working to minimize it and find balance. So it doesn't, it's not like a cure-all, but what it's doing is working very hard to make things feel better. So basically, our bodies have built-in receptors for cannabis specifically. That's a huge green flag for me. In the last few years, I've done a lot of research on health and nutrition, which was a huge catalyst for me going vegan, limiting sugar, or at least trying for now, and eating locally and seasonally as often as possible. A lot of people don't know this, but the reason it's important to eat locally and seasonally is because your body actually retains more of those nutrients when the foods are in season or grown at the time that you're eating it. Our bodies are supposed to work with the cycles of nature. Listen to episode 16 on Chinese medicine where we talked about circadian rhythms to catch up on that info. But since cannabis grows worldwide, it's local to everyone. And we all have these built-in receptors. That's a great sign. That's right. That's right. And, you know, there's, there's the ability for us to, to help ourselves and to self-heal. And so that's one of the beautiful things about it being available everywhere. And I absolutely agree with, you know, um, when you find foods locally and how they can benefit you even more so. There's still a lot of areas and where people don't know what it is that they're taking in. So being really educated on the type of cannabis that you're choosing, the brand, thinking about, you know, who's growing it, where is it coming from? Can you, ha- can you access that information? That's where the education piece at the point of sale or, you know, um, when, you're, when you're out there exploring really becomes even more important because you don't want to put something harmful into your body as well. The first time I tried marijuana, I was in high school and I honestly didn't get why people liked it. It felt like taking a sleeping pill. What I didn't know was that before marijuana was legalized medically, the most accessible type was indica, which is known to make you sleepy. But now going to a dispensary is like hand-picking moods and feelings from a menu. And the feelings I'm drawn to normally come from a sativa. But give us a brief overview of indica versus sativa. Yes, absolutely. So there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of ways people describe indica and sativa. So sativa is known as the more energetic one, the daytime, uh, the higher high, the headier high. Um, it can also, you know, taking too much of that can lead people towards anxiety or you know paranoia. So that's where you hear about that component. Um, and indica. Um, one of the quick ways to remember the difference is been coined into couch, right? Like it's it's a it's something that brings you down, something that grounds you. And I feel like the 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 difference between the two in like finding a hybrid can sometimes be the best balance for many people. But sativa, uh, you can think about it being more of an up, more of a heady a heady high, and indica being more of a grounding and body high. Um, It's still going to impact your mind. It could make you a little bit sleepier, could make you a little bit more mellow. Um, It's also really great for people experiencing high amounts of pain um, because it is specific for the body. So 
Um, those are those are the, the you know if you were to just like give a quick bite of it, um, indica is in the couch, <laughs> lowering, grounding, and body, and then sativa is more up and in the head, and uh, can oftentimes be more um, so like uh, great in social situations, more talkative in nature. Um, I've personally been a sativa diva for most of my um, cannabis experiences, and in the last year, I've really become more appreciative of indica. And so for most individuals in the end, it's going to become about preference and a little bit of testing and trialing for yourself. For those listeners that are curious of what it would be like to go to a dispensary but don't have local access to one, check out a website called leafly.com, which I will link to in the show notes. But there are thousands of strains, and you can see that each one shows exactly how it's supposed to make you feel, from creative to happy to hungry to relaxed. It's a very different experience than 10 years ago getting it from your cousin's shady neighbor in the black hoodie behind the 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's right. And I think that that's one of the most exciting things that's happening in cannabis today is that there's real science and applied knowledge to it. The differences you're seeing about um, what the benefits are, you know, it being uh, happy, euphoric, sleepy, stimulates appetite, represses appetite, great for stress, great for pain. These, these individual things can be altered in the growing of the plant and can also be extracted in you know, very specific ways for vape pens, for the oil cartridges. Um, and those things that they are able to bring out are called terpenes, which is another level of this whole plant. Terpenes are found in many different types of plants. Uh, for instance, eucalyptus, the, the smell of eucalyptus, that smell is a terpene. It's found in fruits. So it's in lots of different things already that we're consuming in our day-to-day -day lives, but we just don't know as much about it. It's not been part of conversation um, unless you're in the, you're deep in the nutritional worlds. But those terpenes, finding those and extracting them, um, and I say this, uh, <laughs> not me, the person you know using it but me the person like purchasing it is that the that that is what is interesting and available to us and that we can really start to select what kind of experience we have instead of just like oh great it's weed I'll have it because it's weed and you don't know what you're getting because like you said you're just you know if you're interested in getting it like you know years ago or if you live in a place where you don't have many options it, it was like great I wanted some cannabis and now I have it and now you can go into a dispensary and give you know sort of a very specific and detailed desire of like what you want in the end and someone can point you to that because it's been it's been engineered now. It's fascinating. It's really exciting to me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm excited. <laughs> so what is microdosing? I have always been someone who's prioritized wellness. Well, at least what I understood about it at the time, which has definitely evolved. But now I live in a town where some of my conveniences just aren't as accessible as when I lived in L.A., then I found Aloe Moves and my whole experience changed. I've been an avid yogi for 16 years, but frankly, I am just underwhelmed by most online yoga. Their flows are either too easy or not varied enough. 
Well, Aloe Moves has everything. Of course, they have an endless selection of beginner content, since that is the category most people fall into, but they even have advanced and yoga teacher-focused content. They are the only online platform that I can find that I can narrow down the time that I'm looking for precisely. Like, I have 38 minutes today. What you got? (laughs) They have something for every mood. Trying to get a good sweat? Try their award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Or find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and even journaling for those quiet moments. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Allo Moves, I've been falling asleep faster and staying asleep longer. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code MINDLOVE for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. If there's one topic that keeps coming up in my women's circles, it's our hormones. Frankly, I think that between years of birth control or beauty products that mess with endocrine function, a lot of us are just out of whack. EstroControl is a formula developed by Happy Mammoth, a supplement company dedicated to making women's lives easier. It has science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health, especially in women who suffer from PMS. The way EstroControl eases PMS is pretty interesting. The ingredients support the liver, and that's where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So when the estrogen isn't processed well in the liver, women may start having PMS, spots on the skin, they get cravings, they feel low all of a sudden. EstroControl was created to help women feel like themselves all throughout the month because PMS can basically rob us of a week of our lives every month. Totally not fair. EstroControl is made specifically for women who are premenopausal, so it's perfect for women that haven't entered menopause yet. And in fact, it's amazing for perimenopause when hormones start to fluctuate and PMS can turn into a beast. I have been relearning myself postpartum. I just started my period again when my baby was 10 months and I forgot how wild these hormone changes can be. I wanted something to just maintain optimal hormone levels and help with mild mood swings, and EstroControl is perfect for this. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com with promo code MINDLOVE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use promo code MINDLOVE for 15% off your first order. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day. And get this, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases up to 100 times more polluted, according to the EPA. And did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? So what's the solution? Two words, living intentionally. We have to take full responsibility for every area of our lives, including our health, which also includes our air. And that's why I love my air doctor. As a reminder, when you support my sponsors, you also support the show. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants, so your lungs don't have to. This includes pollutants like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I live in the mountains, and our air is pretty great. When I drive home, I can witness myself rising above the cloud of pollution that covers the rest of Southern California. But I know that even in the mountains, my home traps in the contaminants that my family brings inside. Plus, just sleeping one night with my air doctor, I could actually feel the difference. 
Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to Air Doctor Pro and use promo code MIND, and depending on the model, you'll get up to $300 off. You're saving up to $300. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code MIND. That's promo code M-I-N-D. Microdosing. Microdosing is an incredible, um, an incredible way to experience this plant. I think no matter what level of experience you have with microdosing, it's a it's a it's a great thing to be able to have in your toolbox. Um, microdosing essentially means having small amounts of cannabis, and the way that it has been determined as far as like what a um, a full dose would be, is considered 10 milligrams. For someone that has an unactivated endocannabinoid system, 10 milligrams of THC can be really strong, probably too strong. And most of the negative experiences that come from cannabis use are because they've had too much. And it's hard to determine, it's been harder to determine how much is enough versus how much is not. And so the, the common rule of thumb is to start low and go slow. So starting with a low dose of THC, something around 2.5 milligrams or maybe 5 milligrams, you can do that with edibles that are specifically made for microdosing. Or there are there's an incredible brand by the name of Dosist, formerly called Humboldt, um, that make low-dose, microdose vape pens that will actually vibrate after you've taken a 2.5 milligram um, breath off of their pen. And so this is, this is a great way for someone to really have accuracy and control over their experience and one in which they're, they're able to then build. So if you have 2.5 milligrams of a vape pen and you wait a little while and you're like, okay, that feels good to me. I think I'd like to try some more. Then you can continue to build it because with cannabis, you know, it's one of those things where if you have too much in many situations, you just have to wait it out. And so if you start, if you start with a low dose, you can build your experience and find that, you know, that in and of itself brings a level of comfort, I think, to the person using it because they get to feel in control over their experience without fearing that they're going to go too far and that they'll have a negative one. Hold that thought. The Mind Love Podcast is supported by CastBox, the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on iOS and Android. CastBox has over 50 million free episodes that more than 13 million users download and listen to wherever, whenever. CastBox has also pioneered a brand new way to search. All you have to do is enter a keyword or phrase and CastBox will search all show titles and transcripts of every single episode to deliver exactly what you're looking for. So head over to your app store, download CastBox and try it for yourself today. The ability to have so much control over your cannabis experience is one of the major points of progress in the industry, in my opinion. A lot of people are still afraid of cannabis, which isn't surprising because we were taught or basically brainwashed for 80 years that marijuana is dangerous, with most of the claims being completely false. 
But some other common fears that I hear are that it makes me anxious or paranoid. And there's a strain for that. And I can almost guarantee it's going to be better for your body than whatever prescription drug your doctor prescribed after a three-minute visit. I am not a doctor, so legally I have to say I am not giving medical advice, but I will say that I don't often take medical advice given by my doctors. It's a safer alternative being plant-based. It's a more holistic effect or a holistic approach that is to, to find relief and help you know, rather than turning to pharmaceuticals, which can numb you um, or create other issues in which you're then taking more pills for the pills you're taking. And so it's something that I think people have been waking up to and really seeing a lot of positive effects. For instance, in, in Colorado, there has been can't tie it directly because there isn't a lot of studies to show what was happening beforehand, but there's, there's studies showing in Colorado that there, since legalization of cannabis opioid use and opioid prescriptions have considerably decreased. And, you know, there's, uh, there's something to that. People are finding ways to help themselves or even to alter their state of mind in a safer way. And ironically, for those who just just prefer taking their medication in pill form, one of the safest ways to ingest cannabis is through a capsule. I don't totally throw Western medicine out on the out on the doorstep, but I think that there's a lot of ways to approach your self-healing and your self-care um, without going into pharmaceutical medications. And that's something that I personally have found. I personally have experienced what it's been like to be on anxiety medications and how, in fact, it it capped me in lots of ways. I felt like I was in a brain fog that was, in some ways, it was very beneficial during a time in which I really needed support in this way. It didn't let me drop down very low, but it also didn't let me get very high. And I felt it really, you know... I felt withdrawn, I felt less creative and less inspired often and just kind of in this middle state, not quite myself, not quite myself. And I think that that has been something that cannabis has really showed me. It's really showed me how to connect with myself in the end. And that in and of itself has, has completely changed my life. That connection with the self is huge. A lot of the guests on my recent episodes have been highlighting how important it is to feel into your pain, whatever that is, or listen to your body to actually heal instead of just masking it. I like to think of it as breaking a bone, where if you have a broken ankle, you don't just take pain medications and keep walking on it. You'll not only make it worse, but the effects can be permanent. So connecting with your emotions or connecting with your pain and discovering the root is the only way to truly heal. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many approaches you can take to helping yourself feel more like yourself. Even the U.S. government, regardless of the fact that it's federally illegal, they have a patent specifically on cannabinoids based on their antioxidant and their neuroprotective effects, meaning they know that this helps with inflammation and they know that it can specifically do things that 
by being a schedule one drug, it's, it's in complete contrast and, and not aligned, right? Hold up. They have a patent. Yes. Yes. There is a U.S. patent on the principal cannabinoids specifically for antioxidant and neuroprotective effects of cannabis. So they're kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth. And this is what also encourages me to know that this is just a matter of time. This is a matter of time before this, this, um, this prohibition goes away. Being a Schedule I drug, the definition of what that means to be a Schedule I drug means that there is no medical value found. So, you know, no medical value found. However, there's a patent specifically on antioxidant and neuroprotective effects of this plant. So it's like, okay, well, which one is it? There are lots of other things that go into that that I don't, I'm not, I don't have a deep education on, but there's a lot of lobbyists in the pharmaceutical world and also connects to many other industries. So there's, there's lots of different reasons why cannabis is in prohibition still. But I think the, the thing that is most interesting and powerful to focus on is the change and not really focusing on, you know, what's been holding it back, but like what's going to continue pushing it forward. Because as more people accept that there are medicinal benefits and real value here, there's going to be a demand that at some point they won't be able to ignore anymore. I understand how one could argue, well, the government's just doing its due processes and they care about our health. I really had to hold myself back from laughing on that one. But sorry if I find it ironic that the government has no problem medicating the entire country's population with fluoride in our water systems without our permission. A toxic substance with effects on our brain, our bones, and yes, even teeth at the levels that we're given it. <laughs> sure, we don't need to know about that, you know. Um, but like, there's there there are lots of things about what cannabis can do for those that have truly medical needs, things that are not capable to be fixed with regular pharmaceuticals. Epilepsy and epilepsy with children in particular is a very important area that cannabis has shown great strides of progress in. You hear about families moving to completely different states so that their children can have access to cannabis. There's, a, there's one story in particular about a brand called Charlotte's Web. There's a, a young girl She's a very rare case of epilepsy in which it, she was having somewhere up to like three to 400 seizures in a given week. Her name was Charlotte and Charlotte was in a very bad state. And I believe the story goes that she was actually put into a, a, an induced coma to protect her brain from all of the trauma that was happening. And there's a family of five men, uh, brothers, the Stanley brothers based in Colorado and they took on this challenge and they created a strain specifically for Charlotte to help her control and eliminate these seizures. You can purchase this product today. It's called CW Hemp or Charlotte's Web. It goes by both. And it's one of the safest hemp-based products out there. And again, it's something that children take in order to be able to live a life seizure-free. Epilepsy has been one of the areas that has been so impacted positively by cannabis use. My grandmother, unfortunately, has COPD, which there is no cure for. 
And it's really sad just watching her get worse and be so uncomfortable in her own body all the time. I ended up doing a bunch of research and figuring out that cannabis is basically the only thing that is shown to provide any relief for people with COPD. But of course, people with COPD, a lung disease, shouldn't smoke. So she takes the capsules or the topical cream. Before my research, they had no idea that there were other ways to take cannabis. So for listeners who don't know, what are some of those ways? That's an amazing story. I'm so happy that your grandparents are finding such relief. The You mentioned edibles, you mentioned topicals, there's smoking, there's tinctures, there's pills, there's drinks, there's um, mouth strips and sprays. It doesn't have to be one way and they can serve multiple purposes. Somebody that is having a lot of nerve pain, muscle pain, arthritis, joint pain, um, muscle soreness, using a topical that's meant to relax, decrease inflammation can make a world of difference. I just gave my great aunt some cannabis topical balm for her shoulders. And she <laughs> wrote me an email and requested that I find her three more jars so she can share with her other friends that are also in their 80s. And I'm like, this is an incredible plant. And when it's topical, it doesn't break through the, the dermis. So it doesn't have a psychoactive component. So you can't get high from a topical because it stays on top of the skin, but it does sink into the skin. So using a THC topical is sometimes when people start learning about the differences between THC and CBD, they can be perhaps turned away from a THC topical, but I would argue that that might be even more of a powerful solution for someone, especially with pain. You can get a transdermal patch that you can put onto your back, for instance, and get that sort of relief that you couldn't find perhaps from something else that you've been using. There's tons of different types of topicals from everything from just like soothing and relaxation and oils for massage you imagine going and getting a cannabis massage that is incredible um and i've experienced that and it's and it it's it's more relaxing than a, a regular massage in so many ways updating my bucket list now <laughs> do i just bring my own lotion you could you could i i feel like there's got to be somebody out there meanwhile the unknowing masseuse is in her own trance my hands feel so good today yeah <laughs> I actually got a topical cream from the Natural Products Expo a few weeks back, and I love it. The brand I'm using is Ananda Hemp, and it's called Spectrum Salve. It has 125 milligrams of active cannabinoids. I have a lot of shoulder tension from the physical activities I do, as well as sitting at the computer a lot. And I was surprised how my tension seemed to melt away really quickly after putting on this cream. Plus, it smells like eucalyptus, which I love. Topicals can also connect to increasing pleasure. And there's weed lube, literally. There's ways in which that we can bring that into the bedroom and share that with our partner. Weed lube. I want to talk about weed lube. I actually looked this up to see what the top most asked questions were around this topic. And the two top questions on sexual performance when it comes to marijuana are that men want to know if it's going to affect their sexual performance, 
while women want to know if it's going to affect their sex drive. But in reality, marijuana is actually an aphrodisiac. It is. It also, I think, really stimulates connection and can really open up for intimacy. It, it can relax you. And so therefore, you can feel more connected and present with your partner. For men, if they were to ingest too much, that can lead to sleepiness. And perhaps that could impact them negatively. For women, when you're ingesting it, it allows you to be more relaxed and be more present and feel into your body more and help you get out of your head. Um, you know, so you're not laying there being like, does he think I look like this or whatever the thing is that's running through your mind? Or maybe it's like, did I did I lock the front door? Did you know, what's my grocery list? Some something not presently um, pressing. And then there's the topicals. There's a brand called Foria, which I'm a huge fan of. Friends with the friends with the founder, uh, Matthew Gerson, too, who's who's been in the sex industry for for a, a long time and wanted to bring the sex bring more sex positive and cannabis products together. And he created a product called Foria. And Foria uh, is a THC based weed lube that women apply directly to their vaginal area. And what it does is it helps to bring all of the, the blood to the surface, right? So it's, it's something it, that it's a vasodilator. So it brings the blood to that area, brings um, warmth and uh, arousal for sure. And so uh, honestly, I think it's like, it's, it's like cosmic, cosmically orgasmic in my book. It takes everything to the next level. Um, and the interesting thing is this topical in particular is really built for women. Men putting uh, that on their genitals aren't going to feel the same kind of reaction. What they would feel with a partner that was using Foria, for instance, is more excitement and more readiness and their own stimulation of your own natural production of lubrication in the woman and therefore making it more intense and intimate together. Men, however, do have an opportunity to use a suppository and that would also bring those benefits of cannabis pleasure um, as, as, as prolifically and as beautifully as the, the female version. So anal weed. That's right. That's right. Stick this up your patoot and see what happens. You know, it's like it's really going to make a big difference. They wanted to make products for the homosexual community as well, like not to leave anybody out. Like everyone should be experiencing this pleasure and where our pleasure centers are for men and women are different. Well, first of all, please tell me that some clever cannabis company has begun calling theirs a suppository. And second, note to friends and family, Foria is on my birthday wish list. There's also a, uh, they recently came out with a CBD version called Awaken. So you can get that, I believe, um, almost anywhere online. Listeners, I will be linking to all of these fun cannabis tools in the show notes at mindlove.com slash 018. So speaking of bringing cannabis into your mindfulness practice, I'm hearing more and more positive and transformational experiences with this as cannabis use becomes more common. Basically, our mindset, our personalities even, are a series of neural loops and habits. And each time we repeat that habit or that neural loop, we're just drilling that behavior in even more. 
you can picture carving your name into a tree and just continuously digging the knife into the tree bark, making it deeper and deeper. Something like cannabis or other things that alter your consciousness can disrupt these neural loops and provide a gateway for change. What are your personal experiences using cannabis for mindfulness? As I've come to use it, it's been about helping myself to connect to myself, taking a moment to take a deep breath to, like you said, those looping thought patterns that can be really distracting and, and negatively impact how you're going through your day. When I like to use cannabis as mindfully, you know, it's a lot of times for meditation, whether that's in my home or perhaps I like go for a walk outside and use it. It helps me to disconnect from the stress of it, the stress of whatever it is I might be feeling or a problem I'm wrestling with. And it releases this grip. I term it as like a grip, like it has this, this grip. There's this thought pattern that has a grip on me that I want to shake off and I can't relax enough. And so meditating and using cannabis together, I can step outside of it. The problem isn't going away, but now I can evaluate it in a new way from a place of more relaxation, from a place of seeking answers or solutions that I wasn't seeing before because now my mind is opened in new ways. It's, it's really just changed my ability to be with myself. One of the most common reasons that people don't begin a meditation practice is because they can't sit still for that long or quiet their mind for that long. And here's where a tool like cannabis, especially an indica, can help to get into some of those deeper states of relaxation and awareness. That's right. I also visually, I, I have all of my cannabis is beautifully set up. I like to think about it as I'm starting off with it being in a beautiful state and I'm taking that in. I have a beautiful crystal ashtray, for instance, and I have a crystal pipe. And so it's just feeling that I'm in a self-care, self-healing mode and really just taking a moment to think about how is this intentional? Why am I using this right now? Is it because I'm having stress? Is it because I need to relax? Is it because I want to meditate and connect to myself? Is it because I want to have fun? What is my intention? And then thinking about that as I'm using it. It's something that I've used to like develop more of a deeper relationship with myself. And it's also a great connector with people and sharing with other individuals. There's nothing like sharing a joint with your closest friends truth to all that. I love your approach on beautifying the experience. It feels similar to creating an altar for your spiritual practice, which can really just be a tool to trigger that sense of awareness around your self-care. Kind of how Marie Kondo of The Art of Tidying Up talks about feeling good in everything that you wear, including your pajamas. Yes, I think it's a really beautiful thing to be able to do for yourself because you want to have it be nice. It's not supposed to be something secretive. I think that, you know, thinking about like stash jars or, you know, what, how it could be hidden. I want it to be a beautiful experience that I'm, I'm proud to look at that I don't feel like is something that I should be ashamed of or, or hiding away. But it is something that I, that I use to take care of myself. It is also something that I use as an alternate to alcohol. It's so it's it's something that I use both, you know, medically and recreationally. And when you're being conscious about anything, when you're bringing awareness to anything, you're more present, 
you're more respectful of yourself and it can break it from being a habit, right? Like anything can become a habit. You know, I don't know how many times I look at my phone a day, that is a habit. And to set it up in such a way that it's already ready for you to have a more intentional experience, I think is what's been the biggest change. Like for me to be able to create a ritual of setting an intention is already prepared for me. It doesn't have to be some you know, okay, and now I light the candle and now I write a word down and now I'm doing this. It's like, no, this is something that's for me and I'm I'm getting in touch with myself right now and this is how I'm going to do it and these are my tools. It's something that I think of as an additive to my self-care um, and along with, you know, meditation and movement. I think those three things together create a really beautiful and powerful tool for us to self-heal. Another common concern from people is that they feel cannabis is going to make them anxious or paranoid. But really, we're finding that these are feelings that were already there, and cannabis is just bringing them to the surface. Instead of avoiding these feelings, it can be healing to approach this with curiosity instead of fear and start gaining an understanding of what's really going on in your subconscious. If you're one of those people, Here's another mindfulness practice that you can do. Next time you use cannabis, keep a notepad handy and listen to your thoughts. Write down what comes up. Then begin to ask yourself questions. Where does this stem from? What caused it? What triggers it? And how can I begin to heal? If you're a person who doesn't feel that any healing work needs to be done, try using it for your meditation or possibly more powerful your visualization practice. And I'm sure some of you are eager, so we'll wrap this up. Laura, where can listeners find out more about you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Laura Albers, L-A-U-R-A-A-L-B-E-R-S. Or you could um, find me on LinkedIn, again, at my name. Really, I'm, I'm so excited to share information with people from brand recommendations to expectations and then also on the professional side of things, you know, I'm looking to help people learn more about this as a researcher and strategist. It really feels like my purpose to bring that information to the forefront, because if one thing has become more clear to me than anything about this topic and about this plant is that more information is needed. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for coming on the show and sharing all this amazing wisdom about cannabis and how we can keep our vibes a little bit higher. Be sure to check out the show notes at mindlove.com slash 018. We linked to a lot of really cool stuff in this episode, including the very intriguing Foria Lubrication, Ananda Hemp Salve, which has been amazing on my shoulders and back recently, and Dosist if you want to try out microdosing. Plus, of course, all of Laura Albers' links if you want to get in touch with her. I think I know what I'm doing immediately after this. But before you guys go spark it up and zone out, please hit the subscribe button below. And if you have an extra moment, leave a review or share the show with your friends. These things really help me grow the podcast and help entice more amazing guests like Laura. Also, don't forget to sign up for the Morning Mind Love. It's really a great way to start each day with a positive mindset and keep your vibes up between episodes. 
Plus, you'll get all the free gifts that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. The response I'm getting from the Morning Mind Love is blowing my mind, and I'm so thankful that I can provide a little bit of positive spirit to everyone out there. So either go to mindlove.com and sign up right at the bottom of the homepage, or if you're out and about, just text the word MORNING to 33777. That's MORNING to 33777. As always, thanks for giving your mind a little love today, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week. 